Welcome to the Sober Mofos Podcast, where we discuss how to get sober, how to stay sober, and how to live a healthy, happy life in sobriety. My name is Dirk Foster, and I'm a sobriety coach and author, and I've been sober since 2007. Over the years of my sobriety, I've been asked quite often if I ever miss drinking or if I ever think about drinking again. And, you know, the the simple answer is yes and yes. I sometimes miss drinking. I sometimes think about drinking again. And there are times when I want to drink again. And I'm just being honest. I will do everything in my power to stay sober for the rest of my life. But I drank for a long time and I am an alcoholic. And one thing I can tell you, one thing I can share with you is that as an alcoholic, an alcoholic who practiced drinking over 30 years, I I will tell you that alcohol is still a very prominent part of my thought process not on an hour-by-hour basis. I don't obsess over it anymore like I used to do, but I think about it, especially when times are tough, when I'm going through stress or depression or boredom. Boredom's a big one for me. That's a big trigger for me. I still think, well, why don't I just try having a drink? And And I do it fairly frequently. I don't really worry about it anymore. I know it's just a part of who I am, but it does come up. So I want to explore that topic a little bit. Before I start, if you get a chance, please go to my website, which is SoberMofos.com. If you're interested in looking at all the materials and resources I have, Um, I have articles, blog posts, videos. I also have books that I've written and audio books that I've produced. Um, I also am a sobriety coach, so if you or somebody you care about is ever looking for some guidance, all that information can be found on my website. Again, it's SoberMofos.com, so check it out. So this idea of thinking about drinking, wanting to drink, it does come up. Um, I have had many, many drink dreams, drinking dreams over the years. What happens in my dreams is, you know, in the dreams, I drink and I always, every time it happens, I wake up in a panic. I've woken up crying before Um, for those first few seconds while I'm opening my eyes and trying to clear my head. I believe that I drank again. Uh, It's very intense when it does happen. And I'm always incredibly relieved to find out that I was just dreaming. But it does happen. What I've learned over the years, is that when I'm having drinking dreams, it's an indication to me that there's something going on inside my head that I need to work on. There's something going on with me emotionally or spiritually that needs to be addressed. Because internally, I'm thinking about quick relief. I'm looking for some kind of elixir, some kind of quick medicine that's going to make me feel better. So when I have these dreams, to me, it's a good thing. A lot of people get freaked out when they have drinking dreams. And I used to too, when I first got sober, but a lot of people that I talk to either my, my sobriety, my sober coaching clients or friends who are sober or, 
or newly sober, uh, a lot of people get completely freaked out by having these dreams. But I tell them it's a it's a good thing. Look at it as a, a sign from your subconscious letting you know that you need to work on something. It may be as simple as just getting more exercise, you know, just feeling better about yourself. It may be you're feeling spiritually empty. It may be feeling you, you may be feeling depressed or anxious about something. Maybe you're anxious about some work related issue or a relationship issue um, or a financial issue, whatever. I mean, there's all sorts of issues that we face day to day in life that can trigger the intense desire to drink. But I, I always want to let you and then anybody who's listening know that it's okay to have these thoughts. It's okay to have these dreams. I have them too, too, myself, but it's okay to have these thoughts. It's okay to have these dreams. It's okay to think about drinking because that's what we do. If you're an alcoholic like me, um, I, I, I think about drinking. I still do. I've been, as of this day, I have more than 15 years of, of, of great sobriety, free from alcohol and drug abuse, but I still think about it. You know, I had a pretty nasty uh, cocaine habit. Um, so I still think about that too. It pops up from time to time, but it is what it is. It's okay. The danger zone is for me, and you may experience this as well. Maybe you have, maybe you will. The danger for me is um, if I romanticize the drink, okay? That's an expression that um, I've heard um, in the in the rooms of the 12-step program that I'm in. Um, if we romanticize the drink, we are in trouble. And so we got to be careful of that. And what does romanticizing the drink means? It means exactly what it sounds like. You, you forget all the bad stuff that happens when you drink and you remember only the good stuff and you kind of apply or assign a positive memory to it. You romanticize it. You think, well, if I could just have this, everything will be great. It's sort of like, you know, if I could just find the perfect lover or if I could just find the perfect relationship, everything will be great. Everything will be good. And I know that if I have a glass of whiskey on the rocks, oh man, I'm going to feel so good. That first sip is going to feel great and I'm going to feel good. And I, I, I conveniently forget all the other shit that I did when I was drinking all the trouble I got into, all the health issues I got into, all the legal issues, the financial issues, the relationship issues, all the things that happened to me when my life was going down the toilet because of drinking, I forget all that. I romanticize the drink. I just remember all the positive things. You know, I can be um, just watching a television show or a movie and see somebody having a cocktail. And I just might, <laughs> there are times when my mouth starts to, to salivate. I think, oh man, that looks so good. Especially when I see like um, ice cold beer. If I see somebody drinking a pint of, of beer, I, I there's, I'm just still really drawn to that. It's crazy. It's like I see it, and it's like seeing a beautiful woman to me. I just think, oh man, I, I just can't take my eyes off it. It's crazy, but I still do this. 15 years sober, and I still do this. <laughs> now I just think it's kind of funny, and I know how to deal with it. But there's this danger zone that we can find ourselves in when we're romanticizing the drink, when we think, well, if I just have that drink that looks so good, that looks so beautiful, I know that I'm going to feel better. And quite quite frankly, that is true to an extent. You're going to feel better when you have that first drink. But here's the rub. Here's the, here's the, here's the tough part about this. The reality is that if you have that first sip, if I have that first sip, 
if I have that second sip, that third sip, I'm going to feel pretty damn good. But if I have that first drink and that second drink and that third drink, that's when things are going to start going haywire. And that is called playing, like I, I call it walking through the drink. Other people call it playing the tape. Okay. So you're, you're, what you do is visualize what's going to happen if you take that first sip. You got to walk yourself through that first drink. Okay. You got to play that tape. What I do is I think, well, okay, that, that cocktail looks really good on the television or on the movie. And I'm feeling really low right now, or I'm feeling very bored. Again, boredom is a, a big trigger for me. And I, I think, wow, if I could just have one of those drinks, I, I feel so good. You know, and the temptation rises and the, and the, the, the animal in my, in my brain, my lizard brain starts to think, well, you know, maybe you can just go for it. Maybe you can do this. You know, you've got 15 years of sobriety. You're fine. You're good. You got this. You know, go ahead and have a drink. You'll be in control. You'll stop after one drink. You know, I, I try and convince myself that I can do this thing. But what I've learned to do is to visualize what's going to happen. So, for example, for me, what's going to happen? If I, I get that first drink and let's say I like to drink Jack Daniels on the rocks with a splash of water. Okay. Sounds great. Right. So I pour that Jack Daniels over the ice. I splash a little water in there and I take that first sip. And I can hear the ice clinking in the glass and I'm romanticizing it. Oh, this is great. It's all like relaxing and so wonderful. And I'm going to have that first sip and it's going to feel good. That second, third, fourth sip is going to feel good. In fact, that first drink is probably going to feel damn good. It's going to feel great. You know, I remember how good alcohol made me feel that first drink or two. Then I have the second or third drink. Now I'm starting to get a little sloppy. Now I'm starting to get a little goofy, you know, but I'm still feeling pretty good. But I know that I can't stop after two or three drinks. I don't have the capacity to stop after two or three drinks. In fact, when I stop after one or two or three drinks, the discomfort I feel is so intense and so just awful. I just can't stand it that I, I, I can't stop. I, I have to continue forward. You know, I used to not even drink. There were times when I wouldn't even drink when I was still drinking. There were times if I was going to a party or a cocktail party or, or, or a dinner party or something, and I knew I was only going to be able to get one drink or two drinks, I just wouldn't do it because I knew after that first drink or two, I was just going to go nuts. It was going to it was I'd like break out in hives practically, um, just dying for that next drink. Um, so I, in those situations, I generally would just avoid not even having that first drink or two. I just wait till I went home that night and just drink the way I wanted to drink. Anyway, to get back to it. Um, so I know that if I had that first drink or two, or maybe even three, I'm going to feel pretty good, but then I'm going to cross that, that invisible line where I'm going to have like the fourth drink and then I'm going to have the fifth drink. And usually around the fifth or sixth drink, then I'm going to th start thinking, well, you know, I'm starting to get a little groggy. I, I could use some blow right now or some rock or you know, whatever, whatever drug I want to get my hand on. I like to take, you know, kind of, I like cocaine. So that's what's going to happen by the fifth or sixth. I'm going to start thinking about that. And then I'm going to start getting to seventh, eighth drink. And so I'm walking through the tape. I'm playing through the tape thinking what happened, what's going to happen if I just take that one single little sip. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm trying to score Coke or I'm getting in my car driving or I'm going to a bar or doing just, you know, getting into trouble, getting arrested, ending up in the hospital, doing all the things I used to do. And it all begins with that one single sip. For me, that's what happens. So what I do is I, if I start to romanticize the drink, which I'm very capable of doing, I have to walk through the first drink. I have to play the tape. 
I have to find out or remember what's going to happen. So I always recommend this to people. If it's people I'm coaching or friends who are in sobriety, walk yourself through that first drink. When you're having a low day, when you're having a down day, you're depressed, you're anxious, you're fearful, whatever it may be, and you think a drink is going to solve this. Well, you know, the drink might solve it for about an hour. You know, it might, I'm just, just to be honest, it might make you feel better for about an hour. And then your life is going to spin out of control, you know, like mine always used to do. Every time I drank, my life would get out of control. I would just do crazy shit that I didn't want to do. And, um, you know, you compile enough days like that over the years, you end up a sick and uh, a sick alcoholic, a, a really messed up alcoholic, like like I was at the end. Going back to the original question, do I think about drinking? Do I ever want to drink? Do, does it pass through my mind? Hell yeah, it does. I don't obsess over it like I used to. When I first got sober, for the first, I'd say, six months, I was obsessed with drinking, obsessed with alcohol. I, I couldn't walk through a grocery store anywhere. I couldn't walk anywhere near the liquor aisle in a grocery store. I avoided restaurants. I mean, certainly I avoided bars, as anybody should who's new to sobriety. But if I was in a restaurant and I saw somebody drinking at a table next to me, I would just stare at that glass of wine. Just stare at it. It was the craziest thing I would obsess over. I could visualize, you know, and, and, and feel what it was like to pick up that glass and to put it to my lips and to taste it and to feel that flush of warmth that would go through me. And I would just obsess. It was insane. And then when I was at home or feeling down in those first few months of my sobriety, I just thought about alcohol all the time. But that's okay. That's that's natural. That's what we do when we're first sober. But now, many years into my sobriety, I still think about it. It still pops up. You know, my wife and I will have friends over for dinner or, or we'll go out with friends or something and people will, will be drinking. And, and I look at it and I think, I wonder if I could still drink. I wonder if I could could, could join them because, you know, it, it's it, there's something very appealing about it still to this day. But I have to walk through the drink. I have to play the tape every time this happens. You know, I've got to remember you know, playing the tape, walking through the drink is very much like um, taking note of the drinking dream. When you have the drinking dream, it's telling you something. When I'm thinking about having a drink, it's telling me something in my that's going on in my head. I need to walk through the drink. I need to play the tape and remember what's going to happen to me if I give in to, to weakness, if I give in and indulge. Now, there's other things I do um, to stay sober other than just walking through the drink. I'm, I'm in a 12-step program, so I have a lot of tools under my belt that help me to stay sober. Most importantly, I talk to other people. If I'm having a really stressed out time and I think I might drink, I go to a meeting or I call somebody in the program or, you know, I do whatever. I talk to my wife. My wife's in the program, too. So, you know, I've got all sorts of tools um, that I can, you know, utilize that I've accumulated over the years in, in my program. But, you know, not everybody gets sober that way. Not everybody gets sober in the 12-step program, but that's fine. But you got to remember, if you're an alcoholic like me, it's very easy to romanticize the drink. So do I think about drinking? Yes. Do I ever think I want to drink again? Yes. It does come up. Are there ways for me to deal with it? Yes. Um, once I realize that I'm starting to romanticize the drink or think that I can do it, I have to walk myself through that drink one sip at a time. Drink one, drink two, drink three, and remember what's going to happen to me if I take that first sip. And to me, it's just not worth it anymore. I just, you know, I don't care how bad I'm feeling. I, I don't want to go back to that. And I've 
you know, in 15 years of, of recovery, I've been through a lot. You know, I've, I've seen, I watched my father die right in front of me and um, I've seen friends die. I've had financial struggles, uh, professional struggles, personal struggles of all kinds. I still deal with um, depression and anxiety like I always have. But the thing is, I don't want to go back to where I was. I know that alcohol and, and drug abuse is, is just going to make things so much worse for me. Uh, this alcoholic does not want to drink again. I will do whatever it takes to stay sober. So with that, if you ever find yourself, if you're newly sober or you're trying to get sober or you've been sober for a long time and you think, wow, you know, I really would like a drink or I, I wonder if I can drink again. Don't worry. It's normal. It's just what we do. This is our thinking pattern. This is how we are pretty much, this is how I'm going to be for the rest of my life. I don't think I'm ever going to stop thinking about alcohol or romanticizing alcohol. I think I'm always going to do it. It's my weakness and that's okay. It's all good. So if you're going through the same thing and you're wondering, will I ever drink again? Will you ever drink again? You know what? All we can do is do this thing, you know, stay sober one day at a time, do the best we can to remember and realize where alcohol abuse takes us and do our best to overcome those moments. And again, walk through the drink, figure out a way to uh, remember where it's going to take you. So with that, I will bid you adieu. And um, don't forget to stop by my website, SoberMofos.com, if you get a chance. And if you or a loved one uh, ever needs any help or guidance from a sober coach, I would love to speak with you. Uh, we can set up a free discovery call and um, see where it goes. All right. So with that, I'll say goodbye and stay safe, please. Thanks.